I need to be like in some kind of like vegetable recovery program now because I just like force myself to eat them. and welcome to the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast and I am your host Cheryl Spears. Each week we'll be sharing stories from people who have had first-hand experiences with MLMs like Beachbody or Body and examine the questionable tactics used by some of the leaders in these companies. Please note that some of the content we cover may be disturbing and we encourage you to check the show notes for disclaimers. Our aim is not to bully or harm anyone, but rather to educate and shed light on the truth. This podcast is not just an anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to help prevent others from falling into the same trap I did being a part of an MLM for eight years. Please keep in mind that the guests on the show are sharing their personal experiences and opinions, and the information provided is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to share your own story, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhine at gmail.com. Or feel free to DM me on Instagram at call Cheryl Hine or on my personal Instagram at Cheryl S. Spears. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an eye-opening episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the valuable insights and personal experiences shared by our guests. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hey fam, this is the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast and I am your host, Cheryl Spears. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Heidi, who I found on Instagram or we found each other on Instagram and I'm excited because once again, you know, um, she was a former Beachbody coach, but you know, everybody's story matters and I'm pretty sure we're going to get some value out of today. Um, Welcome Heidi. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. I, I, I'm always so um, hesitant to say like, I'm so excited to be here because <laughs> I feel like just one of the many phrases Beachbody has room for me, you know, like, yes, yes. Um, also, just so you know, you are not getting paid to be on this Zoom or this podcast. <laughs> um, and I do appreciate were, you taking were, the time. Were we ever, were we ever paid for those Zooms? Come on, like, no. No, we were not. Never. <laughs> so I, I'm so excited to to dive deep into that because we actually had a conversation um, off of the pie uh, before recording. So we'll we'll go into that. But what I really would like to know is um, where were you like, when did you start being a coach? Like, where were you at yeah. um, mentally, maybe? Or where were you at? Oh. What made you decide to be a coach? It was so interesting because I started as a customer and was totally like saw a Pio infomercial on TV one morning, like back when we had TV, when we like watched that too, it was not yeah. like streaming everything. So I had been like getting up and like uh, in the morning to like work out. So I was like 35 at the time. My youngest, I have two boys, was five. Okay. And I felt like, okay, like I got to start like doing something because I just don't feel great, like tired all the time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. mom zombie kind of life. 
Mm -hmm. And um, so I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, like, look at all these women. Like they're all talking about how they had multiple babies and they had like all these killer abs and were in such good shape. And I like former dancer, former figure skater. I was like, ooh, love Pilates, loved yoga. Like that was always kind of like my preferred, you know, method of like working out. So I was like, oh, like put them together. And what do you get? You get bio. Like, okay, like I can do this. So this was like, uh, what, like 2016. Okay. So this was like back, like you still bought the DVD set and I knew nothing about Beachbody, I I had no idea what it was, but I was like the, you know, QVC, like infomercial queen. I had mm-hmm. like all my Pilates and yoga and whatever, like they, yeah. they knew how to market to me even back then, I swear. Um, yes. So bought it, like, I didn't know about like calendars, um, coaches, like anything. Cause back then, like even the website was different. Like you, they'd say like, oh, like you can log your workouts like here. And you would see like, kind of like with the home screen of like, I guess what Beachbody on demand or excuse me, body, body. maybe looks like now. Um, or I'd say, you know, like 1000 people working out right now. So like, I was like, oh, like this is kind of fun. And I had no idea there were coaches. I had no idea, um, you know, about anything else like nutrition stuff. I feel like it also wasn't pushed back then either. So, um, I remember like in the video, like in the actual like videos, like Shalene would always say like, Oh, like, we'd love to see your progress, like share your pictures, like hashtag Pio. And, um, and it said like, did you know, like your purchase comes along with like a free coach? So it was like, Oh, so I connected with mine. I feel like through that website, I honestly don't even remember if she reached out to me or if I reached out to her, but she was super nice normal Mm -hmm. like invited me into her Facebook group but I can't remember I feel like she taught like fitness classes in a gym or something so like I thought it was like a legit job like I thought she worked for Beachbody and like her job was oh like this is what you get like they have coaches and like they help you with stuff so I was just like oh well that's kind of cool had no idea about anything else (laughs) See, that's crazy to me because, I mean, I can see exactly why you would think that because if you don't know that, a lot of people don't know that Beachbody has an MLM side. A lot of people still to this day, they'll be like, when you say Beachbody, you'll be like, oh, you know, like Insanity, P90X, and people will be like, yeah. Yes. But they don't know the the pyramid scheme that is behind Beachbody. Um, And even the, I mean- just that you said Pio, um, I think about Shalene, uh, when she came out on her YouTube about that, actually, I think it was that program she was filming yes. about how she was being talked to about yeah. her body. Like and, basically abused emotionally, yeah. physically. Yeah. And so that disgusting. program, and I'll say that this, I, I mean, I have a soft spot on my heart about Shalene as well. Um, Yeah. She is one of my favorite people because she tries to be as genuine as she can uh, to a certain extent. Because I'm pretty sure that if if you know anything about Shalene, um, she had a company called Powder Blue Productions. Oh, yes. She she sold to Beachbody. And so I'm 
pretty sure that she probably has some type of clause in her contract where she can't yeah. really speak too much about it. I'm sure, yeah. Wondering if that clause wasn't there, what she would say now. You know? I know, because I feel like she alludes to things. Like, I had, you know, started following her afterwards. And when she did, like, mm-hmm. the whole 131 method thing, bought the book. Yeah. Um, and I remember her saying, like, that she was basically surviving off of diet, soda, and protein shakes. Yes. And that she was mentally just so not there. And it's funny because I feel like if you go back and you watch like the Pio workouts, there are many times where she's tripping over her words. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, why wouldn't they just cut? Like she's clearly like, and then like when you do the same workouts over and over again and you memorize like all the silly jokes and stuff, like Uh you can go along and it's like, Oh, here comes the part where she trips up and says this and you know, not throwing any shade towards her whatsoever, but it's like, so harmful because I know she has come out on her podcast since and said, you yes. know, you cannot get these results 30 minutes a day, five days a week. No. And that's all that they tell you. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes a day, five, five days, days a week. A week. Yeah. Or don't eat anything. <laughs> pretty much um, more than five days a week now. I mean, it, it, you yeah. think about this, like when you think about the 21 day fix, um, that program, you go for 21 days continuously working out. And then the additional calendar to 21 day fix that people don't probably know is that it's the double. It's like the bikini competition yes. one where you do double yes. for seven days in a row. And that gets you got about that. That gets you into the mindset where you have to work out seven days a week, never miss yeah. a day, never miss oh. a day. hashtag no rest days you know rest days are for the week and you know that like I so 2017 like January 1st 2017 I'm a very like I'm a teacher so I'm a very routine I'm like I am going to start this and like when I was in my former coaches group everyone was very kind very supportive there was no slimy anything feel I think if I have uh, well, many regrets that I have about my time with Beachbody is that I didn't always stay with her because uh-huh. I loved her. I thought she was yeah. so kind um, and she would just share what she was doing. And, you know, people were sharing different workout programs. And I never realized I was like, oh, like Shanti and like insanity, like that's what this is. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's that is not for me um, <laughs> like that. No, but but it was cool to see like, oh, like there's so many different things. And I feel like that's when like Beachbody on demand, like when they went to the streaming service. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, if I do that, you know, like then I get access, you know, the big thing was access to everything that we've ever had and will come out with. Yeah. Because back then it wasn't like every six weeks, something new coming out. So I remember thinking, well, like, I'm not really sure. So like, I I was like, I'm going to do this 21 day fix, but I still got the DVD set. I just really wasn't sold on the streaming service. And then I was like, (laughs) I remember like watching the workouts while eating like chips and dip on the couch. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) this is going to be rough. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to have to like work myself like into this. And I have a past of disordered eating and um, I was concerned but, but my coach at the time did too. And she was like, you're just, you know, like you're going to follow things the best that you can, but always listen to your body type thing. Right. So it's like, I started using the containers. I can still see myself like sitting at our dining room table, eating a cup of baby carrots. Cause I got every time you, talk, 
vegetables. I need to be like in some kind of like vegetable recovery program now because I just like force myself to eat them. And I remember thinking like this green container is huge. Yeah. And I was crying. I was crying. Like, I can't believe I have to do this. And then I would like fill it with salad and dump it out on a plate. Like, freaking kidding me. I have to eat all this. I have to eat all this. And God forbid, can't have dressing or dip or like anything. That's what made the vegetables so bad. Because for me now, like I, part of the thing, part of the process of, of me healing from not liking vegetables is now, I, I mean, I show it and I share it that the only two vegetables that I like are uh, recently um, has been the baby bell peppers or the baby peppers um, yeah. and the baby cucumbers, but mm-hmm. I have to dip them in ranch dressing. Something, which like, what the heck is wrong with that? Like, and when I'm it doesn't doing it, have to be like a fixate approved dressing for crying out yes, loud. Yes. And when I'm doing it now, still to this day, I'm sitting there and mm-hmm. I'm like, definite in ranch and I'm like, I'm not supposed to have any dipping sauce with this. I'm supposed yes. to just eat these plain. But then I'm like, yep. no, Cheryl. It's a consistent mind fuck. Yep. Um, yes. It's like, no. And that's why I, mm-hmm. I try to share with people that like, even after you leave Beachbody, it doesn't matter how many years you're gone. <sighs> no. It's, it's almost worse. It's traumatizing. for a while. Because I feel like you're you're trying to learn to trust yourself and what you feel after years of being told that what you trust about yourself and what you feel is wrong. Yes. Because it's like, if you feel nervous, you're not nervous, you're excited. Yes. If you are feeling uncomfortable about something that's normal, because if you're comfortable, you're in a comfort zone and growth yes. doesn't come from comfort zones. You have to push yourself out. So then you get to this like weird place where it's like, it's like x-files trust no one i don't trust anything i don't trust myself i don't trust anybody else because everybody is saying conflicting things and i I feel like in a paralyzed place of like i I don't i don't know what to eat i i I don't know what to eat i don't know it's like i don't i I don't know i don't know how to think i don't know how to do any of that and it's such a slow like gradual process because like when i started doing like containers, like I didn't, I didn't go all in. Um, I was like, I'm just going to do what I can. And I'm going to try to like eat a green and like eat a, you know, um, purple or whatever. And I'm uh-huh. not like a huge like meat eater. And I felt, it just felt so unnatural to be regulating everything. And then there's all these rules. And then there's the hierarchy of lists of the foods. Yes. And it's like, well, you should eat more vegetables, but if you really want to be a good vegetable eater, you really should eat from the top third of the list. Yes. So it's like, I would just be so overwhelmed with all these booklets. I'm like looking over here because I, I banished them all to the basement, but I, I still have them because I can't bring myself to throw them away because I almost feel like it'll be part of therapy one day to be like, yeah. did I actually believe this? Yeah. But I did. And it's like, I, I remember like getting into the workouts and just feeling so out of shape, but then like after completing like the first round, cause I was like, mm, seven days in a row, like, can I really do this? But she would say like, no, like you do like Pilates days and yoga days. And those are active recovery. It's not a real workout. Yeah. Pilates and yoga are not, not real workouts. Real workouts. Yep. 
they are resting workouts, which was another like, kind of like, oh, like, well, that's what I always loved, but okay. It, it's not, it's not a, okay. It's not a real yeah, workout, so you, know, it, you know, that's my rest day. Love it. Right. You love yoga's and yoga and Pilates. And if that's what you decide to do as your joyful movement in order for you to move your body every day, you're technically just doing an active rest day every day. So you're never going to see results. So you need to right. like, it's, it's an ongoing, like it literally, I mean, that's how I am with walking. I am. That's uh, yes. That's why yes. I walk every day now, because when I first left Beachbody last year, I, I had to really get into my mind and be like, Cheryl, it's okay. If you just go for a walk that day, I'll go for a two or like, you'll see on my Instagram where it's the circle. We have oh, yeah, your miles. Yeah. yeah. But it's not me going out there and just walking, walking, walking. It's me. I'm on the phone with my mom. So I'm going to go for a walk while I'm talking to her. And I do two miles or three miles while I'm out there. Right. And it's yeah. okay. It's movement. It counts. It's not a hierarchy. This is not a competition. Like it's not no. a game. And it's just that like, I don't, I don't even know like how I feel about even like the super trainers. Cause it's like, I feel like if we felt brainwashed and confused yeah. by things, you know, thinking of like, again, Shaleen's story, I can't imagine like what that is like, because I feel like there's just so much like smoke and mirrors, yep. but it didn't feel like that. Like back in like 2017, it didn't feel like that. And I felt like, oh, this is fun. And look at all these people that like, I, I felt like I had this little family that I'm working out with. And so I kept like pushing it though. And then I eventually did sign up for the streaming service. And then like new workouts were coming out, like shift shop comes to mind mm -hmm. right away. Cause I was like, Ooh, like I really like Chris Downing. Yes. Um, and I remember like my coach sharing about how she went to summit. Like I had no idea what it was again. I'm like, well, she works for Beachbody. So of course, like, that's fun. Like it's her, it's her annual conference. <laughs> you literally thought oh, she done. was working for Beachbody corporate still look at all these people like they all get together like how fun is that never like and she never brought it up she never talked about you know like the coaching opportunity or anything creepy I was like wow this is just like this is so great like look at how fun this is this community you get to be matched up with people look how they break you up into these small groups like just total like it makes me laugh right now I'm like oh Heidi oh, <laughs> like, that's, that's not what it was but I feel like I got really lucky that I didn't have this, you know, superstar, 20 million star diamond person that was being fake. Like she was a real person and would share about her real life. And I was like, oh, she's so fun. So I did the, sh the, the, the shift shop. I sound like my grandma going on the Google. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did the shift shop and I just remember like, I wasn't following, you know, containers, honestly, um, which maybe is a good thing. I didn't believe in calendars, really. I was like, well, you know, that's a suggestion. I'll just yeah, I'll do my own thing. I'll just do my own thing. And I remember feeling so exhausted because, um, again, I feel like I was in that 21-day fix, no rest days thing. So it would be like, oh, well, there's rest days. So I guess I'll just do like PIO or 21-day fix on that day. And Ooh. that's how people would talk. And then I got so sick, like in the middle of August. And it's like, how, like, how are you sick in the middle of August? In the middle of like, August. I'm a teacher. Like that's my, my, my break. Like I'm not teaching. And it was like so many 
other things were happening and in the mix too I feel like in your 30s it's very much like a time of like things coming to a head and like especially if you're a parent like I struggled a lot with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and I ended up getting diagnosed with clinical depression that summer because things finally came to a head and I was like I really need like mental health support yes I was able to start therapy like thank god like the best thing for me but I was in such a um like a vulnerable place for a while and even like going into like 2018 so that's when I got prospected was I was sharing all my stuff and you know you know share your results hashtag 21 day fix so not like being on the other side I know exactly how I was found I was using all these Beachbody hashtags as a customer yeah and then my second coach that I ended up switching to you know, sent me hey girl message on Instagram and was like, Hey, like you're like rocking your workouts. Like you look so great. Like, have you ever thought about being a coach? And I was like, have I ever thought about being a coach? Like, Oh my God, like Beachbody has chosen me. I am going to get to work for them. I'm going to get to work for Beachbody. You completely really thought you were going to work for corporate. I did. I really did. And I remember I was like, Yes. I mean, I, I'm dying now. Cause I was like, it was the end of the month. So she must've been trying to hit that success club. I had to be the easiest sales she ever had. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Let's set up a phone call. Oh my God. Yep. <gasps> I'm getting a phone call with somebody from Beachbody. Like, Oh, yep. like this is it. Like so excited. And then I remember she sent me like some audios and some videos to watch of her upline. So my mm-hmm. grandma coach was like, she had to be like one of the originals because she's a superstar diamond. She is not well known. Um, she's very much an anomaly. And I don't want to name her because she believes that all attention is positive attention. And I don't want a damn person. Yeah. Um, given her one more view and she's already yes. going to get, but um, it was just very weird. Cause I was like, Oh, well, so, well, so is this who I'm working for? And then she was talking about it. And I remember just thinking like, well, it feels kind of weird you know, like, this isn't exactly what I thought. It doesn't really seem very official. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. And I remember showing my husband and he was like, that's a pyramid scheme that honey, like, no, he's like, no, like, that's not what this is. You know, it's an MLM. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, I just, no idea. No idea. But I was so excited and he was so like protective that he's like, no, like, I don't want you doing this. And Anyone who knows me that is listening to this is going to laugh because I am stubborn, all caps, 72 yeah. font, bold, shading, underlined. And I was like, well, I want to do this. Yeah. And it, this the, I, this has brought me so much joy for two years now at this point. Yeah. Why not? And I remember like, we didn't speak for like a day, which is like yeah. very weird for us. Cause I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I want to do this and I'm not talking to you if you're not going to let me do it. And I remember, you know, telling my coach, I'm like, my husband like thinks it's a pyramid scheme and really doesn't want me to do this. She's like, oh, well, you know, like we all have like the doubters in our lives. And I don't, you know, it was a while ago, so I don't remember exactly what she said to me, but it was kind of like, well, if you're going to be one of those that -hmm. needs like your husband's approval to do things, you know, (sighs) well, Wow. Okay. Like we understand, you know, like some people are like that. And I, and like thinking back on it now, it's like, that is so disgusting to try and like drive that divide and make people who have like healthy relationships with their partners where they communicate, think like, 
well, you're not really an independent person if you can't think for yourself now, are you? You're not the kind of person that could be the CEO of your own business. Hashtag boss babe. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about this, like if you would have went to your husband and said, you know, I really want to start a business, like whatever you wanted Mm -hmm. to start a business for, right? Yeah. Sounds like right type of relationship where he would be like, oh, okay, you know, let's let's figure it out. Let's figure out how we can do this and we'll do it. Right. Because my husband was the same way. My husband does the same thing. Sounds exactly like your husband. I went to him about Beachbody. Actually, your story sounds exactly like mine. Like I did not know it was a, I did not, I I didn't really think of it as an MLM or a pyramid. Um, I was a customer for a while, just like you. Mm -hmm. And he did say to me, you know, it sounds like a pyramid scheme and what they do it's I've heard tons of people talk about it. I've had people on my podcast talk about it, that there's people that actually break up it. This, this, this yes. marriages, relationships and everything. Yeah. Because it is a pyramid scheme and you're losing money and they're right. You know, yeah. so yes. let's give a shout out to all the, the partners who tried to save oh. us. Yes. I, 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 the, one of the last podcasts I listened to, I can't remember whose episode it was where you're like this, you know, Let's all take a moment. And I, I go, Ty, you have to hear this. And yeah. he just burst out laughing. He goes, see, we know. True. <laughs> he goes, You're but he goes, we also want to support our partners. Yes. He goes, you want to support them. He's like, and when you came to me and said, I really want to try this and it might be a pyramid scheme and it might suck and I might fail at it, but I want to, I need to learn the lesson myself. Yeah. And I remember he was like, okay. Like let, he's like, you know, you have like these workouts have done a lot for you. You, you know, you're getting in a good headspace. Let's give it a try. And oh, oh boy. I would just think like little baby 2018 Heidi rolling. And it was like, we're going to give you all the training you need. And we're <laughs> I just, and I had never drank Shakeology before. So I was told that I had to get it Yep. and I was going to buy this the challenge pack I feel is like what they were called back then and um and she was like oh well you actually are going to get a completion pack because you already have the streaming service I'm like oh great and she's like you know she told me about the monthly coaching fee so I'm like okay like that you know like that makes sense um and but I still like I didn't really get like the pv the volume no clue you know we're just kind of nodding along like oh, okay like well I don't want to act like I'm super stupid you know stupid <laughs> about this so I'll, I'm like I'll just like figure it out I'm like oh yeah sounds great yeah sure <laughs> um so I remember I'm just like again like had to be one of the easiest sales because this all took place within like I'd say like 48 hours got in there and um it I, I'm just dying like I had been talking about stuff and like at this point I had been teaching for like 16, 17 years. So I had a lot of people were like, we're all together. We would just share our lives. And, you know, they knew I had been doing like PIO and 21 day fix. So when I told them I was a coach, a lot of people were like, oh, well, like, I want to switch to you. Like, well, I know you. So if like somebody's going to make commission off something, like I want it to be you. So I'm like, okay. So my first month, I had no idea what success club was. I I did not know what it was. I remember um, I signed up my husband because that's what you do if you're really dedicated, yeah. right? So I feel wife. like I signed up on like a Wednesday and that was our team training day. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm a good student too. Oh, okay. This is what we do. Honey, well, okay. Did your husband, I, <laughs> husband know you signed him up? 
he did he did so because our my promise to him was that I would be like totally transparent with like what everything was going to be okay so I'm like and we had talked about Shakeology before because I would I had been trying to like recreate it myself like buying everything separately like so much like that corny Tony Horton commercial where the girl's going through the thing I'm like okay well I can like buy ashwagandha and I can like buy this off Amazon and I can buy this and then I'll get this and then I'll get this and it was like costing me like $75 a month and he's Uh like how much is this if you could get it like he's like oh for love of god please free up our counter space and just get the darn bag yeah he was supportive and then I told him you know if like a lot of people are suggesting you know that you sign up your husband because if you do this and then you get another person well then you're emerald and that's how you actually make money and he was kind of like well does it cost anything extra and I'm like well I have to I don't think I don't think you had to do like beach body on demand at that time or maybe I didn't understand but I was like well I'm just gonna buy like something else that I want like I'm gonna get recover and energize through you yep. so it's really not like like it is extra money but it isn't because mm-hmm. I would have been spending it anyways and this way we can make money off the things we are buying <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm so dumb saying it now but <laughs> it's like oh yeah well that's what you do so I signed him up like two days later and I remember my coach like in our like Facebook team page was like, you know, Heidi is at SC2 already. And it's the, you know, first of the month. And I was so like, sign hey. your husband up. You signed your husband. <laughs> yeah. Shout I signed it. up my husband and I, and I advanced my business. I moved my business forward, Cheryl, yes, because you did. that's how dedicated I was. Yes. But I spent more money on my credit card. How <laughs> to explain to people when you see these <laughs> shouting out rank advancements, especially for Emerald on Instagram. It's like, okay, so who, how much did they pay to rank advance their business? Because I know that I paid to rank advance my business. So you're congratulating these people for paying more into the pyramid scheme for advance to advance their business. That's the crazy Yes. So, and it's like, but you don't realize that going in. So you see these, it's like top coaches and these people that are like five star diamond and 10 star diamond and superstars and I remember just thinking like I mean it's like the Hollywood walk of fame like oh my god like look at these people and they're being called out on the national wake-up call with their pictures and now like no shade throw to anybody who may be listening like I do not mean this harmfully but now I'm like okay well how many siblings do you have yeah do you have like so who signed up grandma grandpa yes. Yes. How, how many sisters are, the are they married do they have siblings leave the grandparents yeah. alone. are you uh <laughs> please are you are you and I and I don't mean this disrespectfully but this is how you would be trained to think are you lucky enough that your parents are divorced do you have a stepmom and a stepdad because you can sign them up look yeah. at you you're a four-star diamond now just from your parents yes that's what it is and I remember like it took a very long time for me to learn that stuff because I just really got lucky. I got, um, I hit success club 14 that first month. Wow. Because, right. I don't know if I ever did that again because I was like, I'm gonna, you know, you have to do your coming out post uh-huh. and tell people you're coaching. Cause that's how yep. you're really serious. 
Yep. Spending the money and signing up your spouses and your family. I mean, you're kind of serious, but like anybody can do that. If you're really dedicated, you will share. All of your pages must be set to public so that, you know, all of your fans can find you, you know? Um, And then I just remember saying like, oh, I'm going to do this like 21 day fix group. I'm going to start it on this day. And my friends were all like, okay, like we'll sign up. We'll sign up with you. Like, let's do it. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, well, this is easy. Yeah. And it was fun because it was people I knew. And then because I hit that success club, um, I got leads. Yeah. And then again, super lucky in that. So like I signed up end of March and then right at the beginning of June, like whenever um, I would get these leads, I was told to send them an email and invite them to my group. Mm -hmm. So this one girl did. And then she was like, oh, I remember she sent me a text one day and she was like, I just wanted to let you know, um, I signed up as a coach and I signed up my husband and then like, I think it was a friend maybe or someone. So she like signed up and like went Emerald. And then I was like, oh my God, like I'm like, I'm Emerald on the way to, to Ruby already. And I didn't like, I didn't do anything besides like sign yeah. up my husband and you know you know like on those pages it's like oh my god like Heidi like tell us what you did and like all the love bombs and like see like she is following her dreams and she is doing everything she can and in reality I'm like I didn't do anything <laughs> I didn't never even talked to her about it <laughs> like, didn't even ask <laughs> so what did you didn't say? even ask was that? I was just like oh cool and I remember like um, Tyler's brother was getting married that day. And I remember like panicking and I was like, oh my God, okay. like, but I can't be in front of my computer and I don't like, I can't check the back office right now. So, oh my God. So I was like, this is great. I'm like, I, I, I can't really talk right now because you know, we're going to a wedding. Um, and she's like, oh my God, like, don't worry. Like we'll connect later. Like, it seems pretty easy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, added her to the team page. And she was just totally self-sufficient and she was like well I like your group and I like what you did and I thought well I could do that too so I'm like all right well let's do this right so then like summit came like I that was that one was like weird it was like end of June because usually it's in July and it was like you know if you take your business very seriously you have to go to summit absolutely and that year was the first year was in indianapolis and i was like okay well i am super serious and i need to do this right Mm -hmm. like i get to go to that thing that i saw my my former coach do before and like kind of backtracking i totally forgot that when i signed up for that completion pack there was like a little box that said by doing this do you understand that you are changing your coach and I remember thinking, oh, wait, like, what do you mean? Like, I don't, uh, I don't want to change my coach. I want to, I want to be with that girl that I yeah. love, that I've been with for two years. Yeah. And I remember my new coach saying, well, no, like, that's not how it works. She poached like, you're not, she she from another me. coach. And that happened. She poached me. And I remember saying, well, like, what do you do? Like, well, like, I don't like, is she going to get notified? And she's like, well, if you feel bad about it, like you could tell her what's happening. So I did, I told her everything. I was like, honest, I was like, Hey, like this girl reached out to me and like asked me to be a coach. And I just like, still like thinking about like that exchange, like makes me sick to my stomach because she was such a sweet, like genuine person. And then learning what I learned later. I'm like, if I had known, I would have like signed up through her. But then like my coach was like, well, if she really was serious, why didn't she tell you about this opportunity for two years? Why'd she sit on it? Oh, so she's clearly not that serious. 
and like she's you know not going to be like a change maker oh yeah so I was like yeah I guess you're right like if I am going to be part of a team I do want to be with people who you know are doing this this is what you have to so this is what the people have to understand that are listening to this podcast the funny thing and it goes along with any MLM that's out there when you become a distributor for any of these companies you're not partnering with the company. You're not doing any of that. You're a distributor mm-hmm. and your competition are your downline, are yeah. your sideline sisters. They're all your competition. So, yes. and if it was any reputable business that basically works off commission and I'll just, because I've been in sales for years, uh, yeah. working at a wireless location, if I, when I worked in wireless stores, you know, if somebody came in and they had said, I spoke with so-and-so about getting these devices or whatever and signing up. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody's experienced this because you go into a mm-hmm. store and if you, you've spoken to someone, you're, and they're like, oh, okay, I can help you, but we'll make sure that they get credit for it. Right. Yes. So yes. that's, and that right there is ethical. Right. Okay. Right. So. I just had this conversation with somebody else on a podcast where I truly believe, and and it might hurt a lot of people's feelings. I truly believe that coaches who were not successful, quote unquote, have mm-hmm. are the ones who are ethical people and really yes. try. And yes. even though we made mistakes, we made a lot of mistakes. Um, yeah. But there are certain things that we would not do. And that right yes. there, that she did that, it it hit me to my core because I actually had someone do that to me when I first mm-hmm. became a coach. And now she's very successful, right? Yeah. But will she, but she's not as successful as she should be because she's been a coach. She was a teacher. And uh-huh. she couldn't teach him. Of yeah. course she did, because why would anyone ever want to keep their nine to five? Yeah, you but want I mean, time freedom. I mean, you if want. you're making, if you're making so much money and you're living the girl boss life, why are you a waitress? Right. It's, there's so many things that like, didn't make sense and it took a long time. But again, like you're taught, like, because of all that, gosh, darn personal development that you have have to do it still kind of like turns my stomach to even use that phrase you know and there's nothing wrong with it I actually think it's really great but it's like it's been poison to me Mm -hmm. so I'm like I was so nervous going to that first summit because I thought what if she is there and I have to literally face this girl who I did this to so I was nervous because I'm like, well, I don't know anybody, but I want to push myself out of my comfort zone because that's how people grow. Yeah. So I actually like we pulled our kids out of school a day early. They missed their last day of school. They would have been in what first and fourth grade at the time. And I missed my last day of school. I said goodbye to all my students the day before, got special permission so that we could go to Indianapolis. And um we were actually all talking about it last night. My boys are 11 and 14 now. And uh-huh. um, they remember this trip, even though they were little, because I think it <laughs> just sticks out in their mind because I don't know. Every time I think of this, I think of like those memes where it's like, when this is what you wanted and then you ordered it on Wish and this yep. is what you got. Yeah. Like, this, 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 exactly. This is like the thing. 
so we drive there so we live in buffalo new york so i'm like okay well i can't really afford to fly family for and and everybody wanted to come with me and because i had i bought my ticket so late i got it from another coach who had bought a transferable one uh-huh. um and she couldn't go so she was able to transfer it to me through beach body and then i you know venmo or paybill her the money or whatever um but then like all the hotels and everything are yeah. gone yeah so we found like a hotel like 30 minutes away and I'm like, well, this is what dedicated people do, yeah. right? Put it all on a credit card, all on a credit card. We drive there. We were up at, I don't know. It takes like 10, 11 hours to get there from where we live. Drag my children. We get to this thing. And my team was having a meeting um, at the American College of Sports Medicine. And so we literally drove right there. I'd been in the car all day, like not really eating, not really doing anything. Cause I'm like, I have to make it to this meeting. This is my first impression, like meeting these people uh-huh. and like all these months of like the love bombing, like, Oh my God, like, you're so amazing. Like that's the girl who hit success club 14, like so incredible, like blah, blah, blah. And everyone would always say, I can't wait to meet you and squeeze you. Like that was <laughs> kind of like the phrase. <laughs> and then like you get there and it's like this room of like all like shy introverted people because all these people who are like very open and bubbly on Instagram because you're by yourself you put a whole bunch of awkward people together um Cheryl I just I still can like see myself sitting in this room and then there was no food and um I think there was bottled water so I'm Uh like I'm star like I'm starving like I'm starving and this is going to be like a three-hour meeting there is nothing around here this is like an isolated campus of this place. And I just remember thinking like, okay, well, I, well, I, I, I got to like stay here. And I was like so excited. And then it was just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> just so strange. It's like everything felt like kind of forced. And then people were like waiting in line to meet my grandma coach. And it was just so strange. And like all of the, you know, um, training and doing air quotes here for people who can't see me um it was just like you know hopes and dreams list out your dreams you know when can you retire from your job and I was like oh like I like why am I retiring from my job like I don't don't want to retire from my job like I I love teaching like I I don't like this was supposed to be like something fun so it was just weird and I was so tired and so hungry and it was just so odd and then Tyler came and picked me up and then my direct upline, our team that was there was like four people. Uh-huh. So I feel like we met like later that night to like go to the, in, you know, introductory night or whatever. But like the whole thing, just like everything around it was like, oh, like we have to get together for team bonding. But, but it was just kind of weird. And then my poor kids and my poor husband are stuck in the city. They don't know anybody. I still think they had more fun than I did though. They like, they found all these fun things to do all day, but it was like every morning we had to get up. Like, so you do your workouts, which I, I worked out with Shalene. I still have all my, I still have all my stuff, all my little, Oh, okay. My little Shalene pass. And then, um, a little fast forward, got the next one. Got my little diamond medal. This would be the following year. All my all my swag. Oh, um, and then, by the way, you have to live. You have to live with these bands on the whole time because God forbid, you know, all the people on the street trying to get into the beach body. Workout. They're going to. I mean, they have to. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, they needed like security to keep these people out. And I'm like, it's so <laughs> gross because you're all sweaty. Yeah. And then I didn't realize. So my family's getting up early, driving a half hour to get me to this place. And um, then you work out. And then I'm like, well, what do I do now? Because, well, now I have to go to like training. But I'm like, gross. Because I just yeah. worked out yeah. like an hour with like Shalene, which was incredible. That was probably the highlight was the workouts. Yeah. But I had nowhere to go. And like everybody else, like my coach had a hotel room that she was sharing with like seven other people. So I remember we went up there and the whole, like the fog, like hit you before you even get in there. Cause all these people are trying to shower and get ready. And it was just all these strangers in super sweaty clothes and people trying to like get dressed in various stages of undress. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, oh yeah. I lived at home during college because I didn't feel like this was my vibe and here I am. Um, And like just having to sit in those clothes was so gross. I actually like months later, it took me a little bit to connect it. I developed a freaking rash, uh, like right like where my sports bra line was, um, a bacterial infection from sitting in those clothes. How nasty is that? Like I, I believe my it. dermatologist being like, do you ever work out and like not shower? And I'm like, ew, no, like who does that? And he's like, well, how long has this been going on for? And I'm like, well, it was like, a, I mean, kind of like a few months, I guess, but it was super light at first. And then I was like, okay. oh my God, summit. Oh my God. Yeah. I worked out. And then I went around, I mean, like all day till like dinner time before I could get picked up. Yeah. To go back to the hotel to then come back for like the nighttime stuff. Where like my family is like coming to pick me up at like 11 o'clock at night with these two little babies, you know, in the car, haven't, you know, my husband have to wake them up, drive them out there. But, you know, those are the sacrifices that you make. That you make. Yeah. I mean, those are the sacrifices. To move you, your business you, forward. Yeah. I mean, you, you got I just, and it was just so funny because I'm like, you know, it, we're like a health and wellness company, but we sit all day. I mean, you do the workout, but then you sit all day. Yeah. And then they offered these boxed lunches that are like subs with chips. I'm like, subs seems kind of strange. Where, but it was just, <laughs> I mean, well, you'd have to go to the core shop where you go buy all your swag oh. and all the special, all the special merchandise that nobody yeah. else can get for months later, like your 21 day fix sweatshirt. I love the fact that you are wearing all this stuff and that you wore my Rachel like, Hollis tank top. I wore. <laughs> Please tell me what that says. What does your t- tank top says? Oh, say. this one's from the, the 2020. Okay, let's see. Tenacity, grit, guts, fortitude, endurance, and being brave. And we just keep getting up and <laughs> showing up anyway. Rachel That's Hollis. What you do. Rachel Hollis. If she ripped that off from some anybody, I mean, I mean probably. I mean, like, probably. I definitely, uh, you know, I mean, at least like just typed in, I mean, because fortitude, I feel like a thesaurus was definitely used somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. they came up this time. <laughs> and it was just like, but that, but she too, like, just all of these strange things. So, like, whatever, like, after summit, I just remember thinking it was super weird. And then, um, I joined like a couple of diamond dashes afterwards because if you really, really want to move your business forward, you will pay for additional trainings from the people you're already paying that are making money off of you to be even more serious. Absolutely. So I did a couple of these diamond dashes where it would be like 
Zooms between my grandma coach and like, I remember Holly Hillier and the Fitzpatricks and, um, oh gosh, who else was on there? This Emily Robida, like whoever, I'm sure like they have some great grandparent coach in common where they're all part of the same team somehow, because I was like, oh, look at, they like each other and they're working together. And now I know better to be like, okay, well, they're all profiting off of this somehow. Yes. Yes. And it just like, between Summit and just like, honestly, many of the trainings, I think like the, the weirdest thing is I, I pulled my notebooks to just like read some of the notes that I took during these magical trainings. Uh-huh. And I'm just like laughing last night. Cause it's like, okay, here are, here are some golden, golden sayings. You ready? Okay. Everybody, Nobody could everybody. go to Summit. Okay. Ready? Ready? Um, get clear on what drives you and do the work. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you want, if you have to want to change more, you have to want to change more than you want to stay the same. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, attach a meaning to your goal. Okay. And everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable, Melissa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Consistency is key. I'm saving y'all like four hundred dollars right now. <laughs> and dragging your families around a weird city and you know what the dumbest thing is I went back the next year not only did I go back in 2019 I bought my ticket at summit at summit the opening night they announced where the following year is going to be and everyone was like oh we're going to be back here again because I guess it like takes a lot of um like getting clearance with stuff with the cities and stuff usually Um, no one actually works for Beachbody corporate here um I, usually, I don't know, but they're like, oh, we'll be here again. <laughs> yeah. Usually anytime that you, anytime you have like a, um, a convention for any company uh, or a big corporate event, um, it's cheaper for them to lock in multiple years at that venue than it is for you okay. to. Yeah. Cause for my, my real job, um, we went to yeah. Vegas last year um, okay. for our sales kickoff and we're going to Vegas again this year for our sales kickoff because it was cheaper. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, like, I love, by the way, Indianapolis was probably a place I never would have really gone to. I mean, my family had never been on like a a vacation before, unless we were going to visit family somewhere that like had a place. So it was, you know, it, it, well, I thought it was going to be exciting and it was, everybody was very polite. Everybody that was not involved with Beachbody um, uh-huh. that were like, I guess like they maybe have to hire people from Indianapolis to maybe work at the convention center and stuff. Yeah. Everybody was so friendly and so kind and, you know, hoping you buy your $7 Shakeology for when you were so oh. hungry, you just couldn't hold it in anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I, like, so if you buy your ticket that, like that weekend, before uh-huh. that summit is over, you get the special price. Yeah. So it was like $130. So I was like, oh, and everyone was like, look, I'm going on right now and buying it. Right now I'm doing it. So I was yeah. like, well, well, okay. Well, like, obviously I'm, I'm committed. I'm here, but I'm going to come again. Right. Yeah. So like by the time I got there the next year, um, I did, I feel like it was maybe January, 2019. I couldn't remember. I did hit diamond, but it was with all people I knew. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone who had done that before was all fellow teachers that would like join my groups. And we had so much fun. Like that part, I don't regret at all. Cause I yes. did like 
private Facebook groups. And I was always like, I'm not a trainer. I'm not a nutritionist. So here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, and people knew I'm like, I have a history with disordered eating. So dear God, don't listen to me about food, right? No, or exercise. And we all just did stuff that we liked, but like, I was trying to think that was when like T20 came out. So mm-hmm. I remember, you know, you, you had to do the new workouts because if you were really dedicated, you had to know, you know, how to talk to your customers about them. Yeah. And I am just not coordinated. I love Sean T. I adore him. Um, but dear God, like that man can move like I cannot. And I remember like we would all come to work, like we would do the workout in the morning and then like be dancing around the hallways. Like what the heck was that today with yeah. that weird fit? And then the stepper was there and we would just giggle about it, you know, but it, it, <laughs> it seems like that to me and like in my head is kind of the beginning of the workouts starting yeah. to get a little crazy. Yes. And I remember like as a coach, you would get these surveys, like, can you answer some questions about this program? And I would always wonder what is going on behind the scenes? Cause they were asking like, do you feel like he gave clear enough directions? Do you feel like the moves were able, like people were able to do them? No. And I'm like, oh, like what is hat? Like something must be going on behind the scenes. Cause I was like, well, by the last week, it just got super stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I would just look and laugh and be like, okay, I'm just gonna do like some crunches over here. I mean, <laughs> While they're all doing this. The T20 was not a bad concept, but it was definitely, I mean, sometimes I think that Shanti, and I might get some hate on this, but that's okay. Because if you've done his programs and you could, should totally understand this. um, Sometimes I think that Shanti gets a little too Shanti and doesn't realize that there are people out there that cannot do some of those moves. Um, Yep. I mean, from yep. insanity to T25 to T20. Yeah. I, I, in T25, there's this up and back movement that he does where you go, dun, dun, oh. you go to one side, then yes. you go forward, and then you go to the other yep. side, then back. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I could never keep up with that. I was like, how do people keep up with this? Are they... Are they pausing this <laughs> super and human, like slicing this together to make them all be on point? Because I don't yeah. believe they're really doing that. I know. Oh my god! Yeah. And then you got to the speed day, and it was like, yes. wait a minute, speed yes. day. Yes, yesterday. Yes, I did that. I can't do that at all. I mean, it, I still like... have the stepper. I still have the stepper, and you know, I use it right over there. I use it for like weightlifting workouts where I need to lay down or mm-hmm. whatever and elevate a little bit. I also yeah. do use it to do step ups with weight. Um, yeah. But will I ever do an aerobic running training workout on my stepper again? Absolutely oh, not. Absolutely. No. I can't believe I didn't break an ankle, to be honest. I but- can't believe I didn't hurt myself doing the workouts either. I did because I really wanted to be like super fit. And there were like too many rest days, you know, working out six days a week, but I started running and then ended up like really hurting myself. I got um, compartment syndrome in my one leg, which is like you, you stop running or you like paralyze yourself. Like there, there are surgeries that you can do. Don't ever Google that and look for pictures, by the way, you'll never unsee it. But then I was like, well, if you're really dedicated though, like you keep running. 
Yeah. And I was in like physical therapy. And I remember I had this race coming up, which would be the last race I ever ran in like 2019. And my physical therapist was like, okay, so like the cure for compartment syndrome is to stop running. I'm like, right. And then he's like, "Um, so you're going to do this race anyways, right? I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, okay. I mean, I I figured you would. He's like, you got to like take it slow and don't push yourself too fast. But I mean, I probably have like two scoops of Energized because you don't work out without it. Yeah. And, you know, just hurt myself. I ended up um, like injuring my TFL on my other side of my body because I was trying to compensate so much because my leg would go numb and I would push through. What is that? You just push through pain. What is comp? What is it? What is, what does it Mm -hmm. do? So I am not a doctor or any kind of medical professional knows what the hell I'm talking about. But compartment syndrome is basically like where pressure is building up somewhere and there's nowhere for it to go. Uh There's nowhere for it to go. So when you, I feel like the surgery and the treatment, and if someone knows what they're talking about and can explain it better, please do. I feel Uh like they slice into you to like relieve that pressure, Uh but you have to stop. Like it's because you're beating on yourself too much, probably and doing things with incorrect form and Uh over exercising and resting. Well, yeah, it's like I rested. I only ran two miles and then did a half hour workout. That was your rest day. That was your rest day. Yeah. Because you don't actually rest. So it's like. So, so then I was really like, really couldn't do like anything and like felt kind of lost. So end up going back to summit again that year. And I had, um, got a room cause I was like, well, now I know if you want to go, you have to book your room like fast. Yes. Yeah. And it was some ridiculous, I don't even know. Cause at that point I was just putting things on credit cards because that's what we did. And I was like, well, my business is eventually going to take off. And at some point, this, you know, the money is going to start coming, right? Because I'm seeing all these other people. Like, I've got to be getting there. Like, now I'm diamond. Like, people yeah. have said, like, you can hit six figures if you're diamond. So, like, it's got to be coming, like, soon, right? Eventually. Um, But then it was, like, there that I learned. Like, once uh, I was supposed to have two other girls with me and then one canceled. So luckily this other girl from my team was willing to split the cost of the room with me in half, which was something like freaking ridiculous for just a couple of days. Um, but she was also very dedicated. So obviously, you know, that's just what you did. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> I just, I'm just looking at my notes and like laughing out loud, but we were, <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's just this whole weird thing where like, you don't really know people, yeah, but like you feel like you know them because you've seen them online. Yeah, like people are different in person. And it's so like the only way I can describe it as is like when Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz sees behind the curtain. Uh Uh-huh. That's how I felt that year. Yeah. Where I felt like so many things were finally clicking that like so in in this span of a year, my direct upline had quit. And I quit. She just like stopped posting. Okay. Stopped just fell off it literally fell off the face of the earth if wow. you're listening I hope you're well because I I mean I haven't heard from her in years now wow and I was like well are we still like doing this or like maybe she's gonna be there it was just awkward and I'm like well I'm not really close with like my grandma coach and those people so it was like very isolating it was almost like everything that could go into a fun girls trip um because I went by myself this time because I'm like not putting my family through that again Mm-mm. yeah they will stay yeah. home 
Um, and it was summer. So like, it was easy for like different grandparents and my, my husband to like stay home and take care of them. It was like every fun thing about a girl's trip just ruined by all of the beach body stuff that happened. <laughs> so it's like, you go to this hotel full of Huns. Like, this is my literal nightmare now. Like I, I'm going <laughs> to like anxiety thing about it. like, everyone's like, oh my God. And everyone talks about this community and how amazing it is with these people. Like, do you need a community? These are like the nastiest, rudest people. Like on the face of the earth. Like I was so embarrassed. Like I remember I got all my stuff. I may have worn this medal to bed, by the way. I was so proud of my little diamond medal. And then you have your your bands on, you know, you got like 14 of them. And then you got like your badge, like you want to wear your badge with all. And then if you're really successful, you have so many stickers, they go down to the floor. Yes. Which then later I found out you can just get them made on Etsy. So I want to like go back because I feel like we're probably fake. <laughs> I feel like people are just making stuff up. <laughs> I want to sell them. I don't know, whatever. But, <laughs> um, but some of these people would be so rude and like so obnoxious. And then the girl that I ended up staying with was just, she was going through a time in her life, but she was just so obsessed with like posing things perfect for social media and get she'd be like I'm gonna write this killer post and would be doing these things and I'm like okay like we have training in like 10 minutes yeah and like we got the hotel in the block of hotels so we could just walk everywhere so it was really great so you couldn't just like get up roll out of bed go work out come right back in like 10 minutes Uh but it's like things were going on I'm like this is such a series of unfortunate events and I just kept thinking why did I come back here? Yeah. And then like through the trainings and like that year was the first year I feel they did. I was in uh, what was called, what is this? My band says a leadership track. So uh-huh. if you were a diamond or a one star, they made a very specific set of trainings to get you to go two star. Uh huh. And so the, my roommate was Emerald. So she, we were not allowed to go to the same trainings. So I was like alone. Most of the time I was uh-huh. not with anybody else. I remember the one hall that we were in because the year before you would travel to your classes, air quotes here, but Uh this year you stayed in one place and then the speakers rotated around, which was great because then you didn't have to keep looking, even though I honestly feel like I could walk through that convention center to this day and tell you where everything is, um, (laughs) including all the secret great bathrooms that nobody else found. (laughs) But I was like, ooh, look, you you don't have to wait in line with like 50 people who have drank Shakeology and now are pooping their brains out. Like- let me explain to you things that you can never like explain to, well, it's unexplainable to anybody else who has not been in a bathroom with thousands of people who have been drinking Shakeology and probably have IBS all Mm. using the same bathroom. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. unbelievable. Um, But it was so cold in this room. At one point I actually got up, went to their store and bought a sweatshirt because I thought I can't, oh my God, like it's summer. And it's like 99 degrees outside, but it's like 40. So I don't know what that was, but it was awful. Mm-hmm. And then again, the only good thing about that summit trip was I, I chose to work out with Chris Downing, which Aww. I think it's hysterical that the two times I went, I went with the two people that would end up leaving Beachbody. Yeah. And he was fantastic. He had all this great music. He was walking around in between people and like encouraging them. And it was so great. I actually like wrote to him on Instagram afterwards and thanked him. And he was like, oh, wow, thanks. This was like so unexpected. I mean, I don't yeah. know if it was actually him or a virtual assistant, but, uh, it, but it was nice. Was. He's 
seems like he's a very down-to-earth type person. I feel like it really was him, but like after learning about virtual assistants and this was the training where I learned about what a CBC was because I had no idea when people would talk about opening up other business centers. It was just kind of like, yeah, like I guess I'll figure it out when I get there type thing. Um, I was like, oh my God. So when people are talking about opening up a second CBC, I think it was like Moira Kusaba uh-huh. and somebody else. Oh God, who was it that told us about this? And they were like, yeah, you just sign up yourself. I'm like, oh my God. That's yeah. what this whole business is. It's just you. You are doing all this stuff. It's not yeah. anybody else. Not like yeah. inspiring other people to do this. It's just mm-hmm. how much money are you willing to spend to do all of this stuff? And like, I know you've said in the past, people will tell you, well, people are just complaining because they weren't successful and because they weren't willing to do the work that the 1% was. 99% of people are not willing to do what mm-hmm. the 1% will. And you know what? I'm not. And I think I learned it there. I am 100% not willing to scam people, make them feel badly about themselves or do any of the other disgusting tactics, like figure out where people, like when people's birthdays are coming, message them the day before or the day after. So your message stands out. Yes. So try to befriend pregnant people because they're going to need your help in about a year. Yep. Like I can't do that. I can't do that. Ethics. We talked about yeah. ethics. Yes. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you're you're right. And then when you find out half of them have virtual assistants and it's not even them contacting you anyways. I'm like, okay, well, exactly. So are you are you giving me the training or are you not? And I think that was another pattern like I just started seeing was like the double speak. Mm-hmm. Because like to be mindset had come out in the meantime. So it was like well, can you, like, do you have fixate approved dressings or can you take any dressing, but then you have to mix it with water? And and are you supposed to like stick to four things of vegetables or am I supposed to be eating 75% of a plate of vegetables, which actually sounds like a nightmare to me. (laughs) And I'm like, I just, I I felt, you know, kind of like a robot, like shorting out, like, (laughs) yeah, don't. I don't know, like, do not compute, do not yeah. understand <laughs> so, what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so at so Summit, dumb. that was, it sounds like at Summit, you started to see behind the scenes. Like, yeah. really, it's, it sounds yeah. to me like you started having your, I guess your garage door was opening and you were starting to see yes. what, what, like, that, like, stuff were, was not as it appeared to be. Um, what, yes. was, what happened when you came back from summit? I mean, you're always encouraged to like, you know, go through all of the notes that you took and then yeah. share out to the team page, you know, for the people who weren't dedicated enough to go there who, you know, God forbid have to work a job. Yeah. Um, and I just remember like looking over my, and I like have them like here with me and just like looking through them now it's like, okay, well look at these two that presented. Okay. These two are sisters that run their team. Oh, and what kind of magic did they share with us? Oh, they shared with us on create a Facebook page. Eliminate skepticism in your life. Um, How about these ones? How to use a photo filter. Make sure you're filtered. Make sure you're pretty. Make sure you look good because people will come to you. You have to look good. You have to be aesthetically. Share your journey. Be authentic and share the truth, but use a filter. (laughs) Don't be a facade, but for the love of God, do not post not yes. filtered picture 
Yep. Have courage and be vulnerable, but not too vulnerable. Don't want yeah. people to like ask too many questions about what's actually going here. And it was just, just so much stuff where I'm like, I really feel like nothing that I got here was helpful. Like make sure you're joyful, but then also accept your setbacks. Like yes. don't get discouraged because your time just hasn't come yet. But if your time hasn't come yet, it's probably because you're not working hard enough. It always, Did you contact a hundred people today? Reach out if you need help. But then if you do reach out for help, the first question is always, did you talk to a hundred people today? If yes. you didn't go do that and then come back to me. Yep. So that's what I started doing. I have my binder of all of my success club sheets, my trackers. Because yep. if you're, if you're really serious about this, you will print them yep. and keep them in a binder. If you're really good, you'll have a professional spiral bound them. Hashtag just write it up on your taxes. And I was like looking at this last night of all of these papers, of all these people that I contacted. And then like, and then I, and then I got really good. And then I would go into like lined pieces of paper and like Tyler and I were looking through these last night and I'm like, do you know what the craziest thing is? All those people I contacted, do you know how many new customers I got from it? Zero. Zero. Not one, not one. And in fact, I remember this one girl messaged me um, and it was something that would be celebrated. If you got blocked, deleted, or had a nasty message sent to you, you would screenshot it and you would celebrate it. Yeah. Just like any other post. Like if you posted something, you would say, hey, can you all go love bomb? Or they didn't say love bomb. Can you all go love on my post to get it traction in the algorithm? So now it's so funny. I see like beach body poaches or beach body coaches. That was funny. Ooh, is that a Freudian slip? Beach body coaches. (laughs) Um, When I see beach body coach posts, I'm like, okay, well, those are all people on her team. Yeah. (laughs) Like no one is interested. Is anyone interested in this? No. No. Anyone that's like, ooh, send me info. I'm like, well, those are all coaches on our team. Uh huh. That are commenting, like that's so weird. But this girl told me she was basically like, and it was a nice message. I still think about it like every day. And she was like, "It's very disingenuous of you to send me a message like this and not even know me, and you know, expect me to engage with you when I have no idea who you are." And I remember I was just like, "Oh my god," you know, like delete block. Like she's just yeah. a hater type thing. Yep. And it like, that was like, just kind of another, like, no, like you are, you are that annoying person. That's like, you know, knocking on people's doors. Cause like what they'll tell you is you don't have to knock on people's doors anymore. You don't even have to call people. You don't understand how easy it is. And then, you know, you would get, um, not like yelled at, but I don't like my coach would just be like, like, you guys, you guys don't even know like how hard we had to work for this, you know? And she was like a 10 time elite and it's like, you, you don't like, you don't understand like how much work we had to do. And it's like, no, no, you, you got in early. You got yes. in early. Why yes. are there 4,900 people in this Facebook page? And the same 10 are the only ones posting, right? Because people, you sign them up and then they just fall off the wagon, which mm-hmm. I like hate that phrase. But, but then I learned in these trainings, cause then I bought into even more fallen diamonds because of course I lost my rank because that's what happens but no one talks about it so then people would be like oh yeah like you know like I'm like a 10 star but like on paper I'm like an emerald I was like wait I'm sorry what what why am I working towards getting this ranks if none of you can hold this 
And then it like all started clicking. I joined this group. It was like this training that was called like build to last. And it was after a book I was supposed to buy. And at that point I was like, "Mm, I'm kind Mm -hmm. of done with that. I'll just join the trainings. But it was just, you would, you bought into this and then it was like, talk to a hundred people a day. It was, it was always the same stuff. And it's like, for, for what? Like these people don't want me bothering them. And then I started learning. Cause like, if you're a good, if you're a really good coach, you don't just go after money, you go after leaders. And then I had learned that by converting all of my loyal customers to coaches, cause I thought, and I would tell them, I don't care if you do this or not. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Just say no. Yeah. But if you're already buying Energize or if you like Shakeology, it's actually better. And you want to get access to these programs. Cause by then like VIP stuff is coming yeah. out you know, which you couldn't access with your regular subscription, you had to pay extra money for it. I'm like this way, if you're paying that monthly fee, anything that you want, you're going to get the discount on, you get discount on apparel, you get the early access to stuff. So I never pressured people. Like my catchphrase in my group was always, we don't get our lights turned off to drink Shakeology. So you never have to explain anything to me. If you have to cancel, cancel. You don't have to, there's never going to be an awkward situation. I'm always going to say, you know, your financial situation better than I do. Please, please do not go bankrupt or be charging things, you know, because it doesn't matter. And then once I had like all like my diamonds, you know, or whatever the coaches to make me diamonds, I realized I actually started losing money. Because now I wasn't making commissions anymore. I was gaining volume points. Yeah. So unless I continued to add to my team and I didn't understand how all the cycle bonus stuff worked, um, I would like Google things on YouTube, like trainings or go to that coach back office and watch stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. Well, unless I get even more people, I'm not going to make money. And then in like 2021, I think it was, because during like the pandemic, when everything was locked down, it felt like so slimy when people were like, yes, like everyone's at home and they're going to be doing at home workouts. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. So like, I kind of started drawing in and I was like, my group of people that were already there, I was like, let's just get together and like we're gonna kind of keep each other sane while we're here I'm not I am like I am not like prospecting like a damn person I would run the free groups and I would say if you want to join us here's how you sign up without paying anything you get access to clean week only and you can do it and then if you decide you like it and you want to sign up great if you don't want to sign up with me don't care I will show you how to pick your coach like I have videos in my group like this is how you cancel Shakeology (laughs) and I would walk people through it and I would be like this is how you change your ship date this is how you cancel everything once they got that chat feature and I'm like, you don't even have to talk to me. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can yeah. do it all through clicking buttons. So I'm like, I never wanted people to feel trapped, you know, like um, but it, ultimately, it just felt like gross. It ultimately sounds to me like it was your, you were being ethical. You were being the type of coach that I would actually should have, I wish yeah, I was right. Right. <laughs> um, obviously it made your business fail. Oh God, <laughs> I, in 2021, I started tracking it, like doing like a profit loss. So I had another bank account where my only Beachbody paychecks would go in there and any Beachbody purchase I made had to come out of there. Oh. So I wanted to start tracking. Am I actually making enough money to pay for what I'm doing? Cause yes. that's how they get you. Oh, just make enough money to cover your Shakeology. You don't have to do this. You don't have to work the biz. 
you can do it in the cracks of your day. Okay. Dear God. Also, what is a crack of a day? What is a crack of it? I don't have well, I, I mean many things in my life might be cracking. I it's my sanity. I'm not putting when anything else in there. When you're using the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. How many people would say when I went to use the bathroom at work, that's when I would message people. And I was just yeah. like, I am never looking at one of these messages it's the me. same again. It's like it's like a toilet text. <laughs> like, yeah, like whatever. But I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And there were months, like there were many months where it would cover stuff. And then there were a couple of times where it was like, mm, like the Shakeology is about to go through, like, God, this sudden, like, I got to take money out of the joint checking account to like cover that. Yeah. Um, and then that year was also weird. Not besides the pandemic, I got really sick because I had decided to do an experiment on myself in 2019 and try keto because I had a couple customers that wanted to try it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I will never recommend anything that I haven't tried myself. So I'm like, I'll give it a try. I've had friends that lost a bunch of weight. Well, I got myself really sick and then had to have my gallbladder removed. (laughs) Wait, Wait. Yeah. You are literally the only other person I've ever met that that happened to. (laughs) I never connected it. The only reason we discovered it was because I also had an umbilical hernia. I don't know, which like people are like, do you think you did that? Cause you were lifting with incorrect form with like two heavy weights when you did 80 day obsession. Cause now when I go back and look at the pictures from when I did it, you can clearly see like, I was like, oh, well I just have an Audi belly button now. Cause I had kids. It's a freaking hernia. Wait a second. Let's go back to the keto thing because this is weird because I in yeah. 2017 also mm-hmm. decided to try keto and I yep. started it in November or December or October between and towards the end of the year. Yeah. And um yeah. Uh, January I will never forget it because I went to um I worked for Samsung at the time. I went to a conference yeah. And while I was there, <clears throat> I had, I couldn't eat just keto, keto because, um, yeah, you're, it's conference. So whatever food they're giving you. Yeah. Food. So I remember that I, I mean, I didn't eat I, when I, I mean, I ate food. Okay. So like, yeah. I just ate, yeah. came back and I went back to keto and I felt great that week. Okay. But yeah. I had yeah. That the, the, the couple months before, I was always feeling like my stomach felt like whenever it was time to digest my food, that like mm-hmm. it was bon- like it was stuck. And yeah. so when yes. I came back, I was, I went back out into the field because I used to go visit stores. And the first day that I was yeah. back, I was eating keto. And by the time I ate lunch mm-hmm. at three o'clock that afternoon, I was heading to my house because the only relief that I got from the gallbladder attack was to either lay on my bed with a pillow tightly pressed against my stomach or, and this is totally a trigger warning for every single person that's ever been bulimic, or I would have to make myself throw up. Yep. And then finally I ended up going to the doctor, well, three different doctors to be transparent. And finally, they did an ultrasound, and my gallbladder was inflamed. I had gallstones, and it was infected. And I instantly had to get it taken out. Yeah. I feel like it destroyed my digestive system. Yeah. It was like, I can't, it was like my body stopped digesting food. 
and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And I had read stuff about like hernias and I'm like, oh, well, that must be impacting it. And then I went to see my surgeon and he's like, that sounds like gallbladder to me. Yeah. So I had like tests done and mine was actually overactive to Mm. the point where it was constantly dumping digestive enzymes into my stomach, which would make me Mm. so nauseous. I would feel like I had to get sick. My eyeballs were turning yellow. (laughs) Like, so once it was out, I felt so much better. It was like, my God, like having to immediate like I woke up from the surgery and I was like oh my god you're in pain it's finally gone but you're not in pain from the gallbladder it was different tolerable pain as a mom you had babies Mm -hmm. literally with the pain of gallbladder attacks it is worse than labor pain and I don't think that everything yeah everything because you don't know it's like well contractions will stop yeah. And you're eventually going to have that baby. This was like months, like months. And thank yep. God we caught it when I did. Cause I literally had my surgery in February of 2020 before the world shut down. I, had mine in February. I cannot imagine. No, not that 2020. Strange. I had mine in February. Oh no, it was March. It was, but February is when we caught it. Um, but yeah, yeah. it, yeah. I mean, if you had to go through that during the pandemic, oh, oh my oh God, my. I'm sorry. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I had to take like time off of work. And then I remember, like, I looked back in my log about Mm -hmm. what I was doing, like with my business at that time. And I have like written down like stupid resting, stupid resting. And I can't work out. I was in the middle of 80 day obsession when I actually stopped. And I, right after gallbladder surgery, about a Mm -hmm. week and a half later, I am in my bedroom doing 80 day obsession workouts modifying them taking it of course easy (laughs) of course because modifying you know if you're if you're weak enough and you can't do sorry sorry podcast just modify sorry podcast (laughs) i've never met somebody that says that because every time i tell someone that I will never do the keto diet again because it made me lose my gallbladder. <gasps> my doctor is actually the one yes. who found, who figured it out. My gastro, I can't say the yeah. word. She is the one who figured it yeah. out. Oh, I know. It's impossible. And yeah. people will fight me on it. They're like, oh no, there's no way. And I'm like, I, oh, I'm not no. making it up. No, it destroys you. It destroys it. You are not meant to eat like that. If you do not have like the seizure disorder that it helps people with like, yes. No, but it's again, like, because you're just, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have certifications. You're just sharing your journey. And that's where that harm comes in. So like I did, once I was cleared to work out bar blends, because you know, that was like the workout for, uh, on my team, there was a lot of people like who loved the heavy lifting. And it was like the first workout I was super excited about. I liked it. Nobody wanted to do it. I liked bar blends. I loved it too. It was so freaking hard. But then after, like when I finished it, I'm like, well, I got to get back into the real stuff though now, because I'm putting on weight, God forbid, after having surgery and turning 40 and just being a person. So I decided to do four weeks of the prep, but I didn't think it was hard enough. So I did two of those workouts a day too. I don't like, I woke up one morning and could not move. You and my chiropractor was like, was hard enough. No, no, I'm Wallace Caesar. I was like, I can handle two of those a day. Right. I like look back now and I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? He's an MBA. Like I heard, I, <laughs> trainer. I don't know. 
but I was like, well, that, but that, I, I feel like I had to prove to myself that I was okay. Like, not only am I so okay, but like I finished bar blend and I can do two Wallace's or workouts a day. And then I was exhausted, shocker. And then woke up one morning and couldn't move. Mm. I go to my chiropractor. She's like, you are a disaster. What did you do? And I'm like, nothing. Like I didn't, didn't do anything. And she's like, nothing. Like, no, like, did you fall? Like, did something happen? And it was like, I was so programmed to think that like, that was just normal. That I said, well, I did start a new like weightlifting program. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you know, like 60 minutes a day. She's like, you just had surgery. Like, what the hell are you thinking? Yep. I'm like, I didn't like just have surgery. It's like August. That was like February. So like, you I should be recovered by now. No. And no. that's what you think. Like, that's, it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to like rest for a day or two. And then I'll like jump back in. Cause that is that I don't want to say it wasn't pushed on me. No one told me that I had to do this. That's I chose to do it myself, but that is that mentality, that hustle culture. Yeah. Well, if you want results, you should really do yeah. this. Like the more work, the more work that you're doing, you know, like yeah. the more dedicated you actually are. So that was kind of like that too. I'm just like, what am I doing? And I felt like I just, just started getting like very disheartened and like more and more people are quitting. And then when like bodies started coming in and then there was the bike and all this stuff. And I had been tracking like my profit loss for a year. I'm like, I can't do this. Like I just, everything that I loved about this, that I thought it was yeah. when I started in 2016 that is not what this is. Mm -hmm. I'm actually losing money and like taking time away from my family. I don't know where this time freedom for yeah. people comes from, Yeah, but it's not. And then it, God forbid you say something about it. Well, then you're just doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I was just kind of like, no. And then I, I feel like the final straw, um, besides the fact that I earned with air quotes, the success club trips, the two that in the history of Beachbody were both canceled because of the pandemic. So like earned it in 2020, earned it in 2021. Um, I'm so thankful that I never actually got to go on those trips because I, I honestly feel like I tell people like Beachbody like broke my heart because it was like everything that I loved about movement and exercise, like just got destroyed. And I loved my girls in our group but mm -hmm. when one of them quit and I didn't think anything of it, didn't think anything of it because people just quit. And like I said, we don't get our lights turned off to, right. to do this. Um, I found out a couple months later that um, she had gone to Kim Fitzpatrick, <gasps> that she poached her from me. So I felt like, well, number one, I felt like this is my karma for what I did to my yeah. first coach. Yes, I truly believe like when you do something to somebody, it's going to come back to you somehow. Yep. So I felt like it started this very weird, like downward spiral. And, and I remember her telling me like, like you understand, like I decided to go with Kim and it was kind of like that. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah sure. You know, <laughs> she's a superstar. She's a superstar and she's amazing. So I was like, of course you did. It's fine. And I just remember thinking like, the fuck, like yeah. you like you didn't tell me for months and it was like I, I I'm not even like mad at my friend I was mad because I'm like those bastards got me again it's just another example of why this is just all smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors 
So I quit. Like I, I told all my girls, like the end of 2021, I'm like, I'm stepping back from coaching. I don't think it's good for my mental health anymore. You all know how I feel about my disordered eating. I, at that time, I felt like it was getting worse. And I'm like, I really need to get away from this community. I don't want anything to do with it anymore because I, I need like, I need to recover. And I felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. So one of the girls who was on like our bigger team that I had met in Indianapolis, who was like a normal, wonderful person. I went to her and talked to her about it. And she's like, you are more than welcome to join my Facebook group. She's not pushy. She doesn't do anything. Like she sees the cringy shit that goes mm -hmm. down. So she was like, if you're not ready to walk away or you want like kind of, you know, like a place to, to land, she's like, you're more than welcome to join. She's like, you mm -hmm. know, I don't, she goes, I don't care how people work out. And she would always post pictures of like her morning walks. So I felt safe with her, mm -hmm. ended up switching to her as my coach and then leaving, you know, I really felt guilty. Like I was leaving these girls behind and like, no one really talks about that. And it wasn't mm -hmm. until... Um, there was like a super weekend event in Toronto just this past summer in 2022 and Elise was going to be there. And I just like loved her. And I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go because I'm just going to use my old coach number. And even if they figure out that I'm not a coach anymore, um, they're so desperate to get people to sign up. That yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to show up. I know I, I've got all my beach body gear, <laughs> my stuff. Yeah. I'll wear my success club hat. I know how to blend in with these people. Right. And it was like 50 bucks for a VIP ticket. And it said VIP experience with photo. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I get to meet Elise. This is going to be my, my swan song, my farewell to Beachbody. And so like uh -huh. my husband was like, you paid money for what? at this point. And I'm like, I'm not going to get sucked in again. I promise you, I just want to meet her. It's kind of like, I didn't get to go on any of the trips. I didn't get to do any workouts with her. This is, yeah. this is going to like, I'm going to get what I'm owed, you know, right. for all that work. So we go, it's, we're not far from Toronto. We all love Toronto. We went up for the day on like Saturday, stayed over at a hotel. The boys got to swim in a pool and mm -hmm. little did we know that that was going to be the most fun that we had that weekend. Because let me tell you, my VIP ticket got me in an hour early. So I was up and at this venue at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. And got in. And I'm like, oh, like ready. Got to my energized, got my stuff. Following Elise on Instagram to see where she's at. And then I walked in. And the photo opportunity mm -hmm. was a beach body blue backdrop and a selfie stick. Are you kidding me? And I was like, I just kind of like looked around and I was like, okay, like no one else is really reacting. So oh, she's just not here yet. Like she's yeah. just not here yet. Right. Like she's going to, maybe she's running late. I didn't check yeah. Instagram recently. Let me go see. So then everyone, like there were a couple of people ahead of me and they're like, get up on this podium and dance. And then the selfie stick swings around you and you get a 360 degree picture of yourself. And I looked at, and I actually was like looking at the other people around me line and I was like, what the fuck? is that like what it what is that and I'm like I don't want to do this and this wow. little, little girl behind me she goes well you don't want to do it which is exactly why you have to do it and you're going to and I was just like I had been out long enough where I was like hell no, mm. no. and I honestly I started to have like a psychotic break <laughs> I feel like at this event, I walked right out of the line got my little gift bag and I was just like no no, no, 
no, no, so no, like this is not what this is. So I go through the gift bag. I'm like, oh, like, oh, like PD book, like Josh Coates or something. <laughs> garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. Energizer, energize packet. And then I waited and waited and waited for over an hour. And then finally the slide pops up. They, they're setting stuff up. It's the sisterhood. All the friendly people in this amazing mm-hmm. community of which not one person came to talk to me as I sat there by myself what? for an hour. Not one, not one of this amazing community. And then it said, uh, so at this point it's 8.30, Elise workout and Q&A 12.45. And I was like, hell no. I may have actually yelled it out loud in front of all the people oh when that my. slide went up. And I said, I'm like, those bastards got me again. Yes. And then I just kept saying, how many times do you have to learn this, Heidi? How many times? How many times? It is never what it seems. Mm -hmm. It is the golden shakeology scoop that they give you. Wow. Once you drink it for a year that I was so excited to get. And then it comes with a thing that says, oh, by the way, you can't actually use this because if it flakes off and you ingest it, you will get sick. Oh my God. So I was like, they did it again. What? It's not even real gold. No, it is plastic. It's plastic. It's not real gold. So if you wanted one, I'm more than happy to mail you mine. I I was going to burn it, but I feel like it would release very harmful chemicals into the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. I I just was looking at my cabinet yesterday and I was like, you know what? (laughs) I need to get rid I have nothing but yeah. beach ball, or shaker Same. cup. And Same. I, was I like, got it. I got to get rid of them. Get rid of these. I was, because I all a shake last night. I drank a shake last night. Just be like, I'm not, this is not a disordered habit, but it is something yeah. that I do enjoy. Like every night before I go to bed to, I like to drink a shake. I, I guess yeah. I have issues with digestion. It helps mm-hmm. settle anything like that your stomach. Yep. So, yep. but I was last night, I was like, I need to go on Amazon tomorrow. And that, this just reminded me and get yep. some shaker cups because these beach body ones have got to go. They're non beach. And they're also, okay. Can we talk about like the, the, uh, foldable, I can't even think of words, you know, like the flip top, all this gunk yeah. gets in there. You can't, they don't even last long. And then you end up having to buy more anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I actually texted my husband and I was like, what are are you doing right now and he was like why like what's up yeah like I'm at breakfast with the boys I'm like when you're done please come pick me up I'm like they got me again they got me again I'm like never again never again I want to like get a tattoo and that was you know that was just and then I was searching for Kim and then found you and your podcast and like listening to all of the stories I felt like I am like yes this like, this is how I feel. I did feel like I needed ther- therapy. I felt like I was being felt to feel like I was crazy. Yes. That it was because of me, that it was because I didn't work hard enough. And it's not, it's like what you say, it is set up to make you fail. So like, if people out there are listening, it's like the opposite. It's not you. It's me. It's it not you. you. It's them. <laughs> it is them. It's them. Yeah. And and it's crazy because after I left Beachbody and I went to 
the other, I went to another MLM thinking that it was going to be different, but for a brief stint, I went to another MLM and I kept saying like one of the ways that I was trying to recruit people was it was not me. It was them. Right. Like that's how, cause I couldn't be successful in Beachbody. And I'm, but now I see that it's, it's them period. Right. Because I now know how somebody can, I, I now know the secrets behind coaches who are very successful in one MLM can go and be very yep. successful in another MLM. It is because they oh, either yeah. bring their entire team or they have a bridge contract. And so it's like every way yep. it is set up for you to fail. Every way it is not set up for you to win. Every and way. The fact, so this is the thing, just briefly talking about how you finally woke up. Um, well, your last, um, Super Saturday experience and that girl saying yeah. that's exactly why you need to go do it it's because the two yep. different mindsets that you that you had and that she had and the mindset that you have mm-hmm. when you're in Beachbody is basically like an abusive relationship they can say do it treat yes any possible yes. way you, that you that they want to Yes. And you yes. are going because when they want you in, it's a community and you're part yeah. of Beachbody and you're part of this. But if you ever question anything or if any problem comes up, well, it's you, it's your business. Yes. You're an independent contractor. That's not us. That's, yeah. that's not us. Yep. That's you. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no support. And even when I quit and I got um, some kind of exit survey or something, uh-huh. I came out and said like, I've been with you since 2016 as a loyal customer. I brought in exactly what you said. I brought in everybody that I loved and I built this community and people enjoyed it. But because I didn't want to be a 25 superstar diamond and I just wanted to do this in my spare time with my friends. Like I said, until you start respecting hobby coaches, which is what they like to call them. Yeah. you know, and you just want us to make you more money, as long as money is your most important thing, this, the system is going to collapse. And I'm here for it because I feel like the, the coach network has to go. It's the most toxic, abusive. Like if you are trying to recover from this, I've honestly found like so much um, online content about abuse, like it's specifically like narcissistic abuse Mm -hmm. really applies to our situation Mm -hmm. of just like being gaslit and just Mm -hmm. being like made to feel like you're the problem. Yeah. Because I feel like if this is what it's like for us, I can't imagine what it's like, you know, for a super trainer. And for a while, I really tried to separate it. And it's like, I cannot support anything you know like as much as I love Elise well you're sharing Kim Fitzpatrick's content and now like you've personally hurt me you (laughs) took one of my people and you don't even yeah I'm just like I'm here for you when when she sees the light yeah and and that's (laughs) that's the thing right there is that that's what a lot of people so there's a lot of people that have said that you know they wish that Beachbody would get rid of the coach network and then maybe be an affiliate, right? So there's other things. Yeah. And I agree with that, right? I, I agree with that because honestly, there's a couple times over my my eight years of coaching that I really just joined to be mm-hmm. a hobby coach and just make yeah. commission off of whoever came to me and asked what I was doing, right? I never got, yeah. I stopped getting in their inboxes. But if they were to do that, 
they have to get rid like I, I always hate and I'm sure people don't want to hear it being compared to Peloton all the time right but Peloton natural has it comparison right. because Peloton has it right they're doing it right yeah Peloton mm -hmm. does not tell you what to eat Peloton does not try to sell you a shake yeah. Peloton does not try to do any of that Beachbody the way that they yeah. are going to be successful is focus on the workout period yep. I mean, even if you, yeah. you still want to sell your stupid little shakeology that tastes like crap and you go for it, right? <laughs> That's fine. But you've got to get rid of, yeah, you've you got to get rid of Autumn Calabrese. You cannot keep her. I don't, there's just no way. No, she is harmful. And I, I feel like I actually did an exit post on, um, on uh, Facebook and Instagram um, as my students would say, cause I'm old. So I use Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. so like at the end of the year, cause I just felt like this massive relief when I started hearing stories from people that you've talked to and like listening to things from the snark crew, like just actually feeling seen all yeah. the stuff that beach body promised. Like I feel from this community Yes. and I know people don't always want to use that word because I we're know. just, we've been brainwashed because yeah. of it. Um, but it's like, I, you know, like, I'm like, because Beachbody tells you, you know, to post when you're coming out, I, I wanted to say like an exit post and, you know, I'm like, I'm not, not here to like, uh, bash people and, and stuff, but this is harmful. And it, it's like, I feel like I'm becoming more passionate and angry and just want to like, tell people like, no, like, this is why I'm leaving because of this. And it is like being in that abusive relationship. It's like, well, he's a real nice guy, Hi. but sometimes this just happens. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, it's like, because there's always going to be that transactional nature of the relationship. Yeah. And until that goes away, it's like, I can't trust anybody in this network. I have to distance myself. I don't want things to do with it because it is there. It's like, no, like you're, if you are successful, a lot of it is luck and mm -hmm. nobody wants to hear that. You got to right. sell that dream somehow else, yep. you know? Wow. Um, Your story has been so powerful. We've been talking for almost two hours. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My husband would be like, no shock on that. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap it up, what, um, did we, is there anything that you didn't share today? that you would like to make sure that you touch on? I don't think so. I think just like, honestly, like everything that they tell you, you know, that they try to like train out of you, like, like listen to your gut when you're mm -hmm. doing those crazy moves in nine week control freak, or <laughs> you're been made to feel that modifying or walking is less than call it that initial feeling. Yeah. Your gut is not there to hold you back from some miraculous progress or dream that you're supposed to have. It is okay to be happy with your life, to not want to leave your career, and to just actually be yourself, you know? Yeah. And, and, it, and if you if you need to talk, <laughs> like, we're, we're here. We understand you. And again, I'm very happy to be part of the 99% of people who is not willing to be a cringy fraud. Yep, me too. Way to go, yeah. 99 percenters. Yes, we are the 99 percent. <laughs> we need a t-shirt. Sure. I need a hashtag. Yes, and a hashtag. <laughs> 99 percenters, that's what we'll start calling ourselves. 
Um, so I'm going to start bringing this back. Uh, I think that it, it's, um, it makes it a little bit fun, but I do. So I'm going to start, I'm going to ask you a few funny questions and then I'll oh, okay. ask my normal, you know, closing questions for the, okay. for the crew. Um, okay. What special ability do you wish you had? Oh, um, a hundred percent like uh, telekinesis. Yeah. Like that's where you move things with your mind, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so I lazy. So. Just probably not everybody bring me, bring me all the stuff. <laughs> Getting the, the, uh, the remote and having to get up and go get yes. it or where's my yes. phone. Oh, Just your mind yep. will Ooh, right here. Yep. Love it. Ooh. Love oh, yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> what invention do you think is the most useless ever? What invention is the most useless? Oh, wow. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with the gold shakeology scoop here. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? You're I mean, supposed the kids love it as a bathtub toy. Put it on display. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't that, know that right there. That is the most useless thing I've ever been given <laughs> as a reward <laughs> for spending oh. my own money. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me think. Um. Hmm. Who would you invite if you could invite? three people to dinner, living or dead? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's such a big question. I always feel like whenever I'm asked things like this, I can like never remember anything that I've yeah. ever done in my life. Um, let's see. Well, I feel like I would have to go with, um, I want to talk to Harriet Tubman. Uh-huh. I want to talk to Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. And then I feel like, who else? Okay, does it have to be a real person? Because if like Harry Potter were a real person, yes. maybe I'll just bring Daniel Radcliffe. I've heard he's really amazing. And I'm like a big Harry Potter nerd. So okay. let's all, right. all, that would be like one really weird <laughs> That would be an dinner, interesting But I would love it. Between Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther it King, would. and Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 Like, let's all talk about like how you have all faced so much more than I ever will. Um, yeah. And go. Yeah. <laughs> right. And go. All Actually, right. Let's see. Yeah. Because you know who it's not going to be? 15 star diamonds. Exactly. <laughs> um. What <laughs> would you ever join another MLM? Oh, God. No. No, your husband's gonna be so happy no. to hear that. He would, he would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, right. if you, so if anybody's listening to this podcast right now, and they are mm -hmm. either thinking about joining an MLM, have been approached about joining an MLM, what advice would you give them? I would say number one, ask yourself, what what are you really hoping to get out of this? Mm -hmm. No, because especially with Beachbody, you're given that, well, this is a discount. So what are you actually hoping to get out of this? And then number two, you got to do the profit loss. Like, are you actually going to be getting what you want mm -hmm. out of this? Or are you just being sold a dream, mm -hmm. you know, or false hope? 
Mm-hmm. So just do that. Ask other people, you know, ask uh, whoever is like prospecting you, maybe ask them, like, is there somebody else on your team that, you know, you can talk to? And then just watch. Once you get in there, watch, watch who's there, watch who's there a couple months later, watch who's there a year later. Yep. Who's yep. sticking around and who's gone and why? And why does nobody talk about everybody who's disappearing? Yep. Where are these people going? <laughs> it's like they're just right. They're going to the non-hustle land, apparently, <laughs> with the other 99 percenters. <laughs> um, all right, Hottie. Literally, I think this was like the uh, the greatest episode. Like you basically ran the episode and um you gave a whole I'm a in- teacher we like to yip yap and well it's okay I like to yip yap too but you basically gave a whole syn- like two hour synopsis of what it's like from being a customer to a coach to being in in like deep into yeah. coaching you know in, in. Like, yeah you know and I think that this episode is really powerful because there are, you know, thoughts that people that every one of us have had, right? And every single yep. one of us have questioned. And I just want to close up just letting everybody know that you're not alone. Um, no matter what MLM no. you came out of, I, I understand you probably are saying that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I understand that, you know, everybody has their own experience. Um, but yeah when your upline tries to tell you that you it's just because you didn't want it bad enough or you didn't work hard enough, that is not the truth. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to no. be upset, angry and mad because it's not you, it's them. Yes. Cause they will make you feel like here's my corny line. Nobody cares. <laughs> B-O-D-I. Nobody cares, but we do. So yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Um, thank you, Hattie, once again, for coming on. Um, and I'll, I'll talk to you Thank you later. for having me. You're yeah, so Thank welcome. you for doing what you're doing. Love you. Thank you. All right, fam. Thank you for joining us on the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. We hope you found today's episode informative and thought provoking. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We'll be back next week with another episode, so stay tuned. If you have a story you'd like to share on the show, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at callcherylhine or on my personal Instagram at, at Cheryl S. Spears. We always welcome new voices and perspectives. Again, thank you for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time. Until then, take care and stay safe.